It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday. And when you're retired, you don't know what day it is. Made it to a Wednesday. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Justin Kalen, a.k.a. Scooter Dingus, along for the ride today. Good uh, afternoon, Scooter. Good afternoon, John. Excited to be here. Yeah, me we too. Got, we got a lot to talk about. Not really. Yeah, a little Not bit. Really. Movies, a little movies. <laughs> um, Wednesday, October 25th. Welcome to the show. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open. 502-384-1450. 384-1450. Thorns text line open as well. 502-414-1450. I had my first incident at the new Derby City Gaming. Not the new one, but the, uh, the Derby City Gaming. Oh, boy. I thought I was going to be late. You weren't. Here's the problem with the machines at uh, in Kentucky. You make a bet in Indiana, whether it's at Southern Indiana Caesars. I'm talking about the kiosk here. Mm-hmm. You make a bet, whether it's Southern Indiana Caesars or Winter Circle over there in Indiana. When you make one bet, it prints you a ticket, right? At this uh, at Derby City, or I guess everywhere in Kentucky. You put your money in, and you make all your bets before it prints the first ticket. You have to ask it to print the ticket uh, at the end. Now, you can ask right after making a bet, and then it's going to print you out another voucher for whatever money you have left over. Then you got to scan that back in. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Ran out of paper today. Ooh. Four parlays, two of them printed out, the second of which had no barcode on it. That's not good. And I knew when it first, the first one came out, it's got those red streaks on it, you know, like you're at the papers love. at the store. And I went, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, I had to go up to the counter, have somebody that didn't know what they were doing, try to print out the two tickets that didn't come out. She had to go find a supervisor to do it. I thought I was going to be late. <laughs> I thought I was going to be late. But I made it. All is well, and if I hit any of these parlays, I really don't care. It'd be worth it, yeah. Absolutely. So I did not. My point point of the story is I didn't get to stop at Thornton's for my $0.94, cent, $0.89 cent, uh, fountain drink, 94 with tax. So now I'm parched. But the Thornton's text line's open, 502-414-1450. Hit me up on the text line and head to Thornton's like I will probably do right after the show. To get an icy cold thirst quencher, all 32 ounce fountain drinks and smaller, only 89 cents. Grab a fountain drink from Thornton's today and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450. Man, I had fun last night. All right. Scooters, spread selections coming up in the final segment today. Woo. He was seven and six last week. Come on. First winning week of the season. Big we time. got a full slate of games. No bye weeks. Really? Nine one o'clock games on Sunday. We've got five games with spreads of eight or more. Oof. Eight or higher. So, does Scooter take the points? Does Scooter give the points? I feel like he's on a roll. I'm on a roll. I do. I don't want you to say it. <laughs> I want me to say it because I feel like this is the week Last week, if you were on Big Al and, and Big Al the Fish and Tony, four and one, you had a good week. But if you're on, this week, I think this is a scooter week. Now, like you, now hear. you can agree with me. That's what I like to hear. I do. I think I'm going to fire with scooter this week. Maybe three, all three of my pro selections in the six pack will be scooter specials. I don't know. 
I don't know yet. It's only Wednesday. I wouldn't advise that. But uh, Scooter will make his NFL picks final segment today. World Series is set. Arizona and Texas. Who saw that coming? Tony Burke. No. no. (laughs) Okay, who saw that coming in August? Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, Friday, the World Series will start, 8.03 on Fox. Texas is minus 170, and I don't think we even know who the pitchers are yet. Yet there is a a, uh, line on the game. That's what I love about sports. We can bet on anything. Arizona at Texas, Texas minus 170, and starting pitchers have not yet been announced. Now, you have to think it'll be Zach Gallen for the the, uh, D-backs. He did not pitch in the last couple of games, so... He was in the bullpen and ready to go last night. Didn't need him. I can't imagine he won't start. And uh, Jordan Montgomery, question mark? Two hours in. They had to use him two and a half innings in uh, Monday's game seven. So that will give him Tuesday off, Wednesday off, Thursday off, three days rest. Maybe they come back with Scherzer? Or maybe they go in a whole different direction john gray maybe gets a start but in any event if i had to ask you right now pick your winner of this series arizona texas who you got scooter man that's a really tough one i would i mean you yeah. don't have to commit for good today yeah no i think you and i i think you and i were both on the phillies getting it done yeah um so with with diamondbacks able to take them out i'm i'm liable to go with diamondbacks this just proved what i said that baseball is so unpredictable oh yeah it's so unpredictable because after game two, the question I posed on this show was, is it over? And we kind of agreed. Yeah, it was 10 nothing was the final score in game two. Phillies had dominated. Uh, and then when they won game five in Arizona, all you got to do is win one of two at home. And nobody thought Arizona was, was going to win that. I had the Phillies to win the World Series. I did hedge that bet again the other night. Last night. So... Three of the games Arizona won, I bet them. So I'm I've won money on the on the baseball so far. Now the World Series, I still got seven games to lose it all. Well, and you don't have a World Series team anymore. And I don't have a World Series team tomorrow anymore. So there's no picking because it's the smart move now. Now I got to try to figure out who I think is going to win, <laughs> and that never works out for me. Um, NBA started last night, had two games. We'll talk about that. 12 on the slate tonight, the Victor Wambayama debut. James Harden showed back up with the 76ers. We'll see if he plays. Um, I don't know if the Sixers even play tonight. As I look, I do not see them on the slate. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong day. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am not a smart man here. <laughs> Philadelphia will play Thursday, so they don't play tonight. James Harden has shown back up, so he'll get a couple days of practice in uh, before he plays. Last night I was at Bellarmine, my first game, Scooter, first college game, and it is so different. I've been doing high school football and basketball play-by-play for St. X for 20 years. 20 years, and they treat me great. At St. X, we have a great press box. We have a bathroom in the press box. We have a buffet before every football game. I got uh, got a lot going on. Got my own room up in the press box. I don't have to sit next. We don't, Tony and I don't have to sit next to the scorekeeper or the coaches or anything. It's great, but man, it's a different world in Division One college basketball. Oh yeah, 
And I know it's Bellarmine, and I know it's 3,000-seat Knights Hall last night um, where they played Transylvania. Bellarmine won 75-44, little exhibition action. But they bend over backwards to help the radio people. It was unbelievable. I'm in heaven now. I think I died and went to heaven. Is, and this, I, is this Iowa? No, it's heaven. I, I tried telling you that before you, you did. Before you got there. It's, I didn't uh, believe you. You get all kinds of stuff that you don't get at the high school level. Like, for instance, you get stats after every timeout or yeah. during every timeout. They bring you updated stats. Which every media amazing. Timeout. Imagine if you got that for high school. What you do if you get to like the state tournament and stuff? Sanex gives us stuff at basketball. We get uh, halftime stats and we get well, we get quarterly stats because okay. it's four quarters, uh, but not on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see that anywhere else. Um, man, they run the stats to you. It's yeah. like they're getting their steps in or their exercise. Yep. Um, is everything okay? Do you need anything? I can't tell you how many times I heard that from uh, John Spignardi, Scooter. Galloway, another scooter. That's what I need really? in my life, another scooter. Weird. He's going to have to change his name. Even Scotty Davenport was great last night. Now they won by 31. They didn't. They tied in rebounding. They got killed on the offensive glass. So he was not a happy coach. But, uh, hey, I'm 1-0. Did he uh, do the thing where he picked up the microphone and addressed the crowd at any point? He did not. I know he likes to do that. He did not. But it wasn't Freedom Hall. He could actually – you know, when, once he came out, he talked to him one-on-one. He was taking pictures with little kids before the game. So, he was uh, he was in mid-season Scotty form, especially with the officials. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he is not happy with some of the calls. Now, are you right down on the floor? I am. Okay. Yes, and at Freedom Hall, too. Be so right get, down there on so the floor. So, you get to hear all that? Well, last night was different because we were on the same side as the benches. So, not only is he yelling and screaming, we can hear every word, he's in the way. You can't see that end of the court. Now, at Freedom Hall, the benches are across from the radio, so okay. it's a much clearer view. Uh, but don't don't make make no mistakes. We'll still hear everything he has to scream. <laughs> he's a loud guy. He is, uh, and he's not bashful in any way, shape, or form. But fun night for me. Uh, personal level, it was it was just really cool to do a collegiate game. A Division One collegiate game. I think there are 362 Division One basketball colleges, and I'm one of the 362 play-by-play announcers in the country. Pretty awesome. Yeah, you're up there with. Uh, I mean, you're you're in a. My kids even think I'm a big deal. Now. You're in a fraternity with Don Fisher and uh, Paul Rogers, Paul Rogers, and Tom Lee, Tom Lee. Exactly. Those are probably the only three I can name. <laughs> and John Spears, and uh, yeah. That's about it. Uh, my next goal is NBA. I want to do NBA. We go to Washington in a couple of weeks. And by the way, I probably won't. You don't care about Monday, but I'll probably be off Monday and Tuesday that week. Um, but fun last night uh, at Knights Hall. All right, back to uh, the World Series. Arizona beat Philadelphia 4-2 to two last night. Boy, they took the crowd out of the game early. Uh, run in the first inning. Philadelphia took a 2-1 lead. Boom with the homer. Crowd got back in it. But the the pitching and especially the bullpen for Arizona was unbelievable. Brandon Fott, Bellarmine grad, local boy, four innings, four hits, two earned runs, two walks, seven strikeouts. He wasn't as great as he was against the Dodgers. He wasn't as great as he was first time around against the Phillies, which you don't expect because they now have scouting on you. They know what you're going to throw. 
but he was still very, very good. The bullpen gave up one hit in five innings. One hit in five innings. It's awesome. Uh, the Phillies, it felt like once the Diamondbacks got that fourth run, that insurance run in the sixth inning, it felt like it was over. It just did. And Ron Darling, who's one of my favorite analysts in baseball, he does the Mets games on the call last night. He could not have been more complimentary. Talked about Bellerman, talked about Brandon Fott, how he looks like uh, it, you know, the, the moment does not bother him at all. Um, that was great to hear. It's great to hear and great to see for the local the local guy. Cattell uh, Marte was named MVP. I was a little surprised it wasn't Corbin Carroll, who I thought had a, a great couple of games, but Corbin Carroll struggled in the first few games of this series. Cattell mm-hmm. Marte hit 387. He's got 19 hits in the postseason. That's a franchise record. 12 hits in this series, including four doubles, a triple, stole a base. He's the MVP. Corbin Carroll last night, three out of four, two RBIs, two runs scored. Diamondbacks now go to their first World Series since 2001, the only World Series they've ever been in. They had Randy Johnson, they had Curt Schilling, and they beat the Yankees in 2001 Four games to three. The Louis Gonzalez blooper over Derek Jeter's head to knock in the winning run in the bottom of the ninth of game seven. Uh, Sort of an unforgettable moment. Texas, on the other hand, they've been to the World Series. They went in 2010, 2011, but still have not won it. They should have won the 2011 Series against the Cardinals. Um, Sort of spit the bit there at the end. It It was like a horse leading by five lengths in the final furlong and just couldn't finish it off. But, um, again, I think people are happier that it's not Philadelphia and Houston than they are happy that it is Arizona and Texas. Philadelphia and Houston were in it last year. You don't want to see the same thing over and over, Scoot. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the point that I made this morning on Kentucky Roll Call is the fact that it's something different. Yeah, the Rangers have been there in the last, what was it, 12 years ago, but we just we don't really see these teams, and they're not the traditional World Series teams, if you will. So it's just nice to get something different. And yeah, it's not the, all that sexy of a matchup. It's not it's not Yankees Mets. It's not. You know, I mean, throw any Fox any, doesn't like it. Throw exactly. I mean, Fox it, didn't have exactly. It. I mean, but I think for just the casual baseball fan, it makes it awesome. Like it's it's something new that we're not used to seeing. They'll get going uh, Friday night on Fox Game One eight oh three. I, of course, will be in Bowling Green following San X football. San X and Bowling Green Friday night right here on the Big X. 7.30 kickoff, 7.05 pregame on Friday. Who you got Friday, Scoots, in the I playoffs? Have, I have got Evansville North at Floyd Central in a sectional Ooh. semifinal. Should be a really fun game. One thing I'm kind of bummed. Kind of bummed, though, John, because I'm normally a 7 o'clock start. This one's 7.30. So I'll be joining you at, uh, well, at our, half our later split start time. It will, yeah. I'm. I don't usually get home till ten, ten thirty. That's past my bedtime already. Scooch, you got to go home from Floyd's Knobs. I got to go home from Bowling Green. <laughs> That's Kentucky. true. I, yeah, I don't. I don't envy you. I can't. I can't feel for you. Y'all gonna get a running clock at least? No, no. No. Bowling Green's number one in five A. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I could be a running clock against the Tigers. Bite your tongue. <laughs> it almost happened once this year, but uh, not quite. Um. I don't know what to talk about here. NBA, I guess. We'll get some college football uh, on the way coming up. Kentucky hosts Tennessee. Louisville hosts Duke. 
uh, big games. By the way, college football, following teams are on the road this weekend, so watch out. Number one, Georgia. Number three, Ohio State. Number four, Florida State. Number five, Washington. Number six, Oklahoma. And number eight, Oregon, all on the road this week. Wow. I'm going to make a bold statement here. Somebody loses. And I'm not, I'm throwing Oregon out because Oregon is at Utah, who's ranked 13. One, three, four, five, six. One of these teams, and they're all undefeated, loses this weekend. And every spread, by the way, is double digits. Hmm. And I'm still calling for one of them to get upset. Georgia at Florida. It's 14 and a half. And it's actually in Jacksonville, yep. as it is every year. Cocktail party. The cocktail party, which the NCAA doesn't want you to call it that anymore. Oh, really? That's what you got a problem with? <laughs> oh, my God, NCAA. Um, but the Gators, slow start this year. They did beat Tennessee. I don't know. Georgia, Brock Bowers is probably out till at least the playoff. Playoff? Playoff. Uh, and I, I still think they have quarterback issues. Do the Gators, you, you, you feel it here a little bit? No, maybe not at all. No, you're just mean spirited. Uh, Ohio state. Okay. NBC night game on the road at Wisconsin. Mm, I could see that one. Maybe 14 and a half. Yeah. I could potentially see that one. See that one. I don't see. I can see Florida, Ohio state. Wisconsin to me is Penn state. Wisconsin's awful. I'll yeah, be the first they're Penn you. State. Yeah, they're not going to beat Ohio State. Uh, number four, Florida State at four and three. Wake Forest noon start, early game, which mm. is always scary. Maybe twenty and a half though. Mm. Tells me, yeah, Wake's not going to. It win. won't be Wake Forest. Well, if that's not going to be Wake Forest, then it's not going to be Stanford either. They are hosting Washington, twenty six and a half. Ooh. Seven o'clock game on FS1. Stanford's two and five. They had that big come from behind win on a Friday night against Dion and the and the Buffaloes. Um, and Washington struggled last week on the road, so they might have their radar up a little little stronger this week. Mm-hmm. Or they might have been at home last week. Almost, I mean, fifteen to seven over a one win Arizona State team. So they might have their radars up, saying, "Up, oh, that can't happen again." And finally, Oklahoma. This is. Probably the one you look at at Kansas. Kansas is five and two. It's a noon game on. It's big noon Saturday on Fox. Ten is the number here. Oklahoma over Kansas. That could happen. I got a feeling I'm gonna. I don't know. I got a feeling I'm gonna pick two of these games. Not as upsets, but in the in the six pick. picks. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pick a couple of them, and I think you can. The way I talked about them, I think you can figure <laughs> out who they are. That's not hard. But uh, Oregon State ranked 11th. They're at Arizona, and they're only a three-point favorite here. A lot of, a lot of interesting games this week uh, in the top 25. Number two, Michigan is off. That's why they're not on here. Seventh-ranked Texas is playing at home uh, against BYU. Liberty knocked off Western Kentucky last night, 42 to 29. The toppers are now four and four. Did you see the uniforms? I saw the helmets. The helmets. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Every every position. Had a different position group, had a different helmet with the uh, big red, the mascot, on the side of the helmet. Uh, he was either throwing the ball or running the ball in the Heisman pose or snapping the ball, whatever. Three-point stands. Yeah, really bizarre, but really cool, cool actually. Yeah. They won the uniform battle last night. Unfortunately, 
They lost at home to Liberty. The uh, Flames are now 8-0 against Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. And before I get off college football, one more bit of news. Army um, is now in line to join the AAC next year, the American Athletic Conference. They'll join Navy, who's already in it for football only. This is a football-only move for Army. Um, and uh, obviously that will keep the army Navy going. Not that it ever would have ended, but that'll definitely keep it going. Now, uh, they will replace SMU who is headed to the Atlantic coast conference. Do you know what, uh, conference all their other sports play in? Conference USA? Nope. <sighs> think about it. It makes sense. If you think about it, I have no idea. They are in the Patriot. Why does it make sense? I don't know. I, I associate, I don't know. Army is. USA, Patriots, I feel like, USA. I don't know. I just associate them with one another. You know I'm a spy for the other side, right? <laughs> you knew that, right? Nope. Uh, are we, we're not on, are we? This is a commercial. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm really late, I think, on taking a break. You here. are. That's all right. Uh, Michigan scandal still out there. We'll talk a little bit about that. NBA on the other side. And don't forget, final segment, Scooter Spread Selections. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports. Presented by Eminem Party. You can hit me up on the Eminem Cartage Hotline. 502-384-1450. Or the Thornton's Text Line. 414-1450. Shaq. Richard Roundtree passes away at the age of 81, the original John Shaft. He played the role in a number of different films and TV shows. That's a guy that uh, he got sort of buttonholed here. He's Shaft. He can't be anybody else. When he was in uh, a couple of different movies, I would go, hey, that's Shaft. (laughs) No matter who he was playing. He was in uh, Scarface, right? Yeah, he was in Scarface. And uh, what do you say when you're watching this? Hey, Shaft's in Scarface. Richard Roundtree, the originator of Shaft, passes away at the age of 81. It's kind of like Macaulay Culkin. Every time I see him in another movie, it's, oh, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> oh, you watched that movie? Yeah, I've seen that Scooter's one. Scooter's never seen anything. No, nah, I haven't, no. Uh, welcome back to Spears on Sports. Carter. That was about the best uh, Shaft impression I can do. That was great. Nah, it wasn't great. It was it was uh, <laughs> passable. Uh, all right, some news and notes here. Craig Council uh, going to interview with the New York Mets. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Craig Council has been with the Brewers for a long time. 707 wins with Milwaukee. Um, became manager in 2015. So if my math's right, that is nine years as the head man for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, the new president of baseball operations at New York is David Stearns, who was Brewers president in 2022. So there's your connection. And, um, Buck Showalter was fired October 1st. The Mets finished 13 games under 500 and, uh, maybe Craig council 
will take over. Here's an unbelievable stat for you. Not unbelievable. No stats are unbelievable. But here's a stat for you that I found. The Arizona Diamondbacks, who are in the World Series, had a minus 15 run differential during the regular season. Wow. They were 84 and 78. Uh, so just over 500. They were the last team in the National League to get into the playoffs. They were the sixth seed. Minus 15 run differential. The Mets' run differential was minus 12. <laughs> A three-run difference. And the Mets were 6-1 and one against the D-backs this season. But guess what? The Mets are sitting at home looking for a manager. And uh, Arizona Diamondbacks are in the World Series. Chris Felica, remember Chris Felica, the Bear? Name sounds familiar. Well, yeah. he, he used to be on ESPN. Now he's on Fox uh, Sunday with the uh, or Saturday with the crew doing uh, football picks. Um, the Bear coming up with that stat. I love that stat. It just shows you how random baseball can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number, I mean, the Dodgers and the Braves and Houston, they're run differential was plus three figures. I mean, one of them was plus 190. I think it was the Braves were plus 190. Scored 190 more runs in 162 games. But it doesn't matter. And that's the beauty of baseball. So Craig Council interviewing, we think, with the New York Mets. We'll see how that goes. One of the texters, by the way, said, uh, <laughs> and I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, K. Wood Ledford, question mark. I mean, I was talking about play-by-play, Division One college basketball play-by-play guys on the radio. And I didn't say K. Will Ledford because I don't even think about the GOAT. He is the greatest of all time. And you can love your Don Fisher, Scoots, and I love Don Fisher. I think he's great. He's slipping. But there's everybody slips. He's no, 106. He's, he's been – he's really been slipping. Don't say that. I, I'm telling you. That's not good. I don't want to hear that. It's I love Don Fisher. No, I know. I love Don Fisher, too. But he is – last two or three games I've listened to, he's made some big mistakes. In football? Yeah. You listen to Indiana football? That's the most surprising part. I mean, only if I'm in my car. I don't go out of my way to okay. listen to it. Yeah. My God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could have said K. Wood Ledford. I could have said Van Vance, former Louisville play-by-play guy. And all of these guys, all these guys that are doing NBA – you know, Kevin Harlan, Ian Eagle, they all did college stuff first. Small college stuff for the most part. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, but they started at the age of 30. I'm starting at the age of 60. Not good. Not good. Texture said, saw Killers of the Flower Moon this past weekend. Eight out of ten. DiCaprio was great. Three and a half hours long. Could have been two and a half if they wanted it to be. True Story gives it a higher rating. And uh, first hour was slow, but it picked up. I do want to see it. I don't want to go to a theater to see it for three and a half hours. I've got to have a break. I got to have a bathroom break. I got to have a uh, chicken finger break. Whatever it is, I got to have a break. I can't go for a three and a half to four hour movie anymore. I'm just too old. Uh, let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Buzz Frank makes an appearance. As he uh, jockeys for position again for caller of the year here in uh, late October. Hello, Buzz. Oh, God. Uh, well, I 
that's a good question. I mean, the 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 Texas uh, Houston climax was very anticlimactic. I mean, eleven to four, and it it wasn't even that close. Um, I still think it, there was a lot of excitement in these games. Once the Phillies won Game Two, ten nothing. Those last five games were great, and they were they were pretty close for the most part. Uh, Phillies won Game Five, six to one. That I didn't see that when I was at a football game, but uh, you know, for the most part, that was an exciting series. Anytime I get a Game Seven, I feel like it's been an exciting series. Now that's not necessarily the case. I remember, I know Ed goes in the wayback machine a lot, but he was talking about that Pirates Yankees World Series, where the Yankees had a run differential of plus twenty something, but the but the Pirates won the World Series. Because they won every game by one run. Um, yeah, that's right. I, I remember that as well. I had a lot of friends back in those days. Fans that they said, well, the Yankees should be the World Series. That is not the way it works. And, I, uh, you know, this is not soccer, right? It's not aggregate, uh, what the aggregate scoring is. It's just not. Uh, game six, Arizona beat Philly 5-1. to one. It... it I mean, I guess it wasn't exciting, exciting, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to look at all these games and see what the scores were because you're right. Texas won nine to two in one of the games the day before Philly won six to one the day before that. Now the Houston, Texas game five where Altuve hit the three run homer in the ninth. That was, that was drama and game four that Arizona beat Philly six, five in Arizona. That was drama. But the last few games of each series, I'll agree with you, weren't not very. Uh, you, you weren't on the edge of your seat. The Texas game, I was sitting there waiting for them to celebrate. When's this going to be over? It's the seventh inning. I'm waiting. Yeah. And I just want to see them jump up and down. And last night, um, I still didn't think Philly was ever out of the game last night. If they get a runner on there in the ninth, you bring up Schwarber to try to tie it with a home run. So, uh, yeah, I thought last night's game was, was uh, edge of your seat exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but I, I am excited about the World Series. Look, Philly and Houston might have been a better series, but I like new blood in here. These are two teams we haven't seen either one of them since a, a, 2011 and Arizona since 2001. So I, agree. I love new blood yeah, in, I, in the World Series. And if you remember 2001, Arizona was not even supposed to be on the same field is the Yankees, but they had Randy Johnson and they had Kurt Schilling and the Yankees had uh, a great lineup. They won three out of four world series. That's the only one they lost. And, uh, you know, they were the, they were the Yankees. They were Jeter and Bernie Williams and Mariano Rivera and, uh, Andy Pettit and all those guys. And somehow Arizona went in there with their stud pitchers and knocked off the Yankees. So it was great. He got the save in game seven after pitching starting game six. 
I mean, well, we saw Jordan Montgomery come in game seven for the uh, Rangers after he started game five. So, I mean, um, it, it's look, these managers are like, this is our only shot. This is our only shot. Zach Wheeler got in for the Phillies last night, late in the game. So, you know, you, you got to do everything you can to win. I think at this point of the season, if you're in an elimination game, if you're on the, on the tightrope, you're going to, it doesn't matter who pitched yesterday. If they, you think they can get three outs, you're going to put them in there. And it was, and it was great to see Brandon Fott pitch well again last night. That's a great story. He look, he looks like he's just going to he solidified his spot and he's just going to be in the league for a long time. You know, I watch a lot of Mets games, and the only re- I got the MLB package, so I got all the games. The only reason I watch the Mets is because Ron Darling and Keith Hernandez are the are the analysts. Uh, Gary Cohen does a great job as play-by-play guy, but to listen to Darling and Keith Hernandez, it is entertaining every single game. A lot of knowledge in there, A lot of knowledge and a lot of experience from being out on the field as well. Thank you, Buzz. Appreciate uh, hearing from you. Thank you. I'm a little nervous about that flight to to Seattle. I've taken that flight a few times. Thank you, bud. Good to hear from you. Um, the other thing, I, I thought we were going to have to go Washington and then stop at Kansas State on the way back for a Friday game, Monday, Friday. We're coming back Tuesday and flying back out Thursday. So that's nice. good. I don't have to go buy new pants <laughs> or do a laundry. I don't have to do a wash. As, as uh, Samfeld used to say, I don't have to do a wash. All right, NBA last night, Denver uh, quickly over the Lakers, 119-107. The Joker is still the Joker, Scooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he 29, was really good. 13, and 11 last night. Was really good. LeBron had 21 points, 8 rebounds in the loss. Phoenix went into Golden State and beat the uh, Warriors, 108-104. I was hoping they'd lose because I wanted to bet Phoenix to win it all, and I thought my odds might go up if they lost that game. Uh, but they won. Devin Booker, 32 points, 8 assists. Steph Curry had 27 in the losing calls for Golden State. If you're looking for TV on NBA TV tonight, Boston at the Knicks, 7 o'clock on ESPN, and then on ESPN 930. Dallas at San Antonio, the debut of Victor Wambayama. Uh, Luka Doncic against Victor. That could be fun tonight, Scoots. Yeah. You won't be up for that one. Ma- Matchup of two guys' names you can't say. You won't be up for that one. Heck 930. No. Heck no. <laughs> Heck no. Uh, the Celtics are four-point favorite in New York, and Dallas is a four-point favorite in San Antonio. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. Scooter spread selections on the way. I don't even know if we have music yet. I doubt it. Nope. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio, getting ready for my favorite segment of the week, where I know I'm going to make some money because I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> but uh, not this week. I got a feeling this is the week. Um, I think 15 games. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go scoot. I'm gonna go ten and five for Scooter this. Wow, week. that'd be huge. And six, I haven't. No, I, I don't know your picks. I have no idea who you're gonna pick. There's sixteen games, so I'm gonna go oh. ahead and assume you meant eleven and five. I'm gonna go eleven and five. I like it. That would be huge. Uh, one quick note before we get to Scooter's picks. This I just saw this. Prior to this season, only four teams went from 100 losses to the World Series in two seasons. 1914, Boston Braves. We all remember how that worked out. The 1967 Red Sox, 69 Mets, and the 2008 Tampa Bay Rays. This year, both teams lost 100 games two years ago. Wow. That's cool. How about that? That's a cool stat. Now, the 69 Miracle Mets did win the World Series over the Orioles that year. Well, one of them's got to win. I think the other three, well, I can't lie. I don't know about the Boston Braves. I'm going to guess <laughs> the other three all lost. All right. It's time. This the the uh, segment I wait for every week. We just started it this year. I don't know why we didn't think about it before. Oh, you weren't my producer before. Yes, I was. A year ago? I think I was your producer. It was close. It ago. just started, though. No. A couple I was, months. I was we your, were a couple months in. I was your producer for the start of last NFL season. Guarantee it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think I can put the math together and come up with that one. All right, let's start with tomorrow night. There's Scooter's spread selections. Here we go. Tampa Bay and Buffalo. The Buccaneers 3-3. Three and three. Bills coming off a disappointing performance last week. They're 4-3. and three. Amazon Prime tomorrow night. Buffalo is 8.5. Oh, I was hoping that wouldn't be one of the high ones. <laughs> oh, man. That makes it tough. Um. I think I love this game. It's in Buffalo. It is in Buffalo. Okay. I'll take the Bills here. Sunday early games. We got nine of them. Nine early games on Sunday. Houston at Carolina. Uh, This is a matchup of the first two draft picks. Mm -hmm. Bryce Young for Carolina against uh, CJ Stroud for Houston. The Texans are three and three. Panthers, the only winless team left at 0 6. Houston on the road is the three point favorite. I think Stroud's been better than than Bryce so far. So I'll take Houston here. Rams at Dallas. Remember what I said about him being 11-5? I'm not taking it back yet, but uh, <laughs> we're on our way. Rams at Dallas. Rams 3-4. and four, Cowboys 4-2. Four and two, Dallas at home, 6.5 here. Oh, man. That's a – man, these are some tough lines to start <laughs> here. Um, that's, what, that's what Vegas wants. Hoo-wee. I'm going to go with the Rams here. Taking the point, finally taking some points here. I think that's the only reason he took the Rams. I got to take some points at some point. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota at Green Bay. You're not going to be taking points in this game. It's a pick 'em. The Vikings three and four after that Monday night, uh, I guess, upset at, at home against San Francisco, and the Packers' disappointing loss in Denver. They're two and four. It's a pick 'em. Tony said yesterday that Green Bay is going to be in their system. Whether they pick that game or not, I don't know. I have been going with the system a lot more as of late, and I want to do it here. But, man, Green Bay has had some bad losses this year. So I'm going to go with Minnesota. Taking the Vikings. And I actually wrote down Green Bay for what it's worth. What am I supposed to write down? Minnesota. Okay. Uh, New Orleans at Indianapolis, both teams three and four. The Colts at home after that uh, heartbreaker last week, a one-point favorite. I'll roll with the Colts here. By the way, Jim Irsay, I thought it was interesting, said the NFL called and apologized for the, the those calls late calls. in that Cleveland yeah. loss. Uh, he's not supposed to disclose that information, <laughs> but I don't think Jim Irsay gives a rat's you-know-what. Jim Irsay doesn't do anything he's supposed to. So you're taking the Colts minus one at yep. home against New Orleans. New England, who got the uh, 
surprising win over Buffalo last week. They're two and five at Miami. Uh, another divisional matchup here. The Dolphins are nine and a half at home. Oh man, uh, I'll go with Miami nine and a half. They got the news they'll be on the midseason hard knocks. They're gonna feel good. <laughs> they they roll. Hey, where'd this camera come from? Hey, why are these cameras in here? Uh, Jets at Giants, the Battle of New Jersey. Gross. Three and three Jets, two and five Giants. Giants assured Saquon Barkley today that he will not be traded at the deadline. Kind of ease his mind. The Jets, however, are three-point favorites over the Giants. And Saquon's healthy again, right? He uh, dislocated. He hyperextended his elbow last week but kept playing and played well, by the way. I'll take. Yeah, the, he'll be fine. I'll take the Giants and take the points. Uh, interstate rivalry, right? Mm -hmm. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. Jags have won four straight. They're five and two. The Steelers are four and two. They're playing good football as well. Jacksonville two and a half here in the Steel City. Oh, I'll take Pittsburgh on that. <laughs> I'm stunned. In no way am I stunned. Atlanta at Tennessee. The Falcons are somehow four and three. Tennessee has stunk it up. They just traded their best defensive back, Kevin Byer, to Philadelphia. Yet, it, and Atlanta's a two and a half point favorite on the road here at Tennessee. Atlanta or Tennessee is also going to start Will Levis, so I'll roll with Desmond Ritter here. I got my Titans gear on today. You said I'm two and a half. Two and a half point right. favorite. You're betting against Will Will Levis. I am. Bottom line. I am. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia, Washington, divisional battle. The Eagles six and one. Washington three and four. Commanders are six and a half point underdogs on, at home against the Eagles. That's it. Okay. That line doesn't make any sense. Give me Washington. <laughs> There's the Tony and Big Al the fish theory right there. Late games on Sunday: Cleveland at Seattle. The uh, Browns coming off that improbable win in Indy last week. They're four and two. Seattle's four and two as well. Looked good last week. Uh, Seahawks three at home. That is a home field advantage in Seattle. I haven't believed in Seattle all year long. I really don't believe in the Browns. I think they stink. I think they got lucky last week to beat the Colts. Uh, give me the, give me the Seahawks. I think they normally. Great D, John. I they think, gave up can thirty-eight I points. Can I finish? Ed, can I finish? Ed, can I get a word in here? Go ahead. They are normally have normally been a great defense, but they allow that was an anomaly last. They week. allow thirty-eight points to a terrible offense. That was a speed bump. Gar terrible offense you watch what you say about Garner Minshew because <laughs> I will come through that screen uh Baltimore at Arizona boy the Ravens look like the real deal all of a sudden Arizona is one and six eight and a half is the Lamar Jackson spread this week feels like a letdown spot for Baltimore I agree but I I'm still gonna roll with the Ravens I think they're the better team they should cover that number with ease Chiefs are six and one they've lost they've won six in a row I don't think Tay-Tay's going to Denver uh, to um, hang out with her boyfriend this weekend, but uh, Kansas City is an eight-point favorite in the Mile High City. Kansas City has been rolling against divisional opponents. I yep. think that continues here. 16 in a row, Give me something like that. By the way, did you see uh, Taylor and Mahomes' wife? They have a handshake. That yes. was fun. They had a little little dance there, yeah. a little handshake. A little hip bump. Chest bump. They did it all. <laughs> Cincinnati and San Francisco, this is a juicy game. Joe Burrow against uh, Brock Purdy, 3-3 three and three Bengals. They need a win. San Francisco's lost two straight here. The Niners are 5.5 at home. When I first heard this number yesterday, 
just screamed to me to take the Bengals. They have been playing better as of late. Joe Burrow finally seems like he's somewhat healthy. And as you mentioned, 49ers have been struggling. So I'm going to roll with Cincinnati here. Taking the points. Uh, finally, uh, Sunday night football, Chicago at the Chargers. Uh, the Bears 2-5, and five, but dare I say it, the Bears looked good last week. Mm. Uh, the Chargers, they're still the Chargers, but they are eight and a half point favorites on NBC Sunday Night Football. I like the Chargers here. Bears stink, despite what you saw last week. Taking the Chargers. Uh, Monday Night Football, Raiders, <laughs> Raiders at Denver, or excuse me, Detroit. Detroit coming off that uh, walkthrough last week where they didn't show up in Baltimore, but they are eight point favorites at home against the Raiders. Seems like a bounce-back spot for Detroit here. Yeah, it does. But I don't think that happens. Give me Las Vegas plus the eight. So, uh, I said five games. That's actually six games with an eight-point spread. Detroit, there's a, a eight or eight or higher spread, Detroit, at uh, minus eight. Man, looking at these picks, hate them. I, I picked ten favorites, only six underdogs. You still have the option tomorrow. Nope. Not today. Nope. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Of flipping all those games. I'm good. I'm going to go. This is your week, I think. I think this is your week. I'm feeling a 9-7. and seven. My week's coming up. Uh, you I had, had a 4-1-1. One one. That's not I'm, No, that's not good enough. I might have had a 5-1 earlier. You did. Yeah, your first week. How am I only two games over 500? Because <laughs> of those other weeks? Mm -hmm. Yikes. All right. Uh, college football. We got a couple of minutes left here. Your Hoosiers are at Penn State, Scooter. I know. I know you don't really Next. care to talk about it. The spread is now up to 32. Um, Telling you, take it up to 49. Is Tom Allen back next year? No. No shot. Everybody always wants to talk about the buyout. Who cares about a buyout? We need to win some freaking football games. Uh, Texture says, I'll always remember that Diamondback Yankee series because 9-11 had just happened, which is true. It felt like New York was destined for something to lift New York at a time of great need, but Game 7 was in Phoenix. If that Game 7 was in the Bronx, probably a different story. Well, great pitching travels. Doesn't matter where you're at. So if Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson combined to win the game in Arizona, they probably would have combined to win the game in New York as well. Mm -hmm. Texture says, sounds like a true Steelers fan saying the Browns are terrible. That was you. I am a true Steelers fan, so right yeah. on right on course. <laughs> right? <laughs> If that's what you're expecting out of Steelers fan, then I am a Steelers fan. Um, yeah, I expect you to say the Browns stink, the Bengals stink, and the Ravens stink. Uh, Bengals and Ravens are different teams than I they was, were when I was a kid. Just telling you what I expect out of you. Browns are the same team. Uh, college football tonight. By the way, two games last night again. Two. I, I know I was busy uh, out at Bellarmine, but two more football games on a Tuesday night. There's nothing. It's, Love it. it's gorgeous. I hate them on Friday nights. Because of high school football, but I'll take them the rest of the week. New Mexico State beat Louisiana Tech 27-24. By the way, that game was 24 all after three quarters, and it went under because three nothing fourth <laughs> quarter. Uh, and then Liberty over Western 42-29. That one went over the 61 and a half last night. Tonight, Jacksonville State is six and two. Rich Rodriguez team at Florida International, and then UTEP at Sam Houston. Just so you know, I took both home teams. Uh, against oh, you're riding with Sam Houston, I'm winless, riding, winless Sam yes, Houston. Yes, they are. Uh, they're they're favorite. 
again. Second week in a row. Beers on Sports. See you tomorrow with Tony. Presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. <laughs>